Hello and welcome to the Lund University International Podcast. On the show, we aim to give you a taste of what international student life at Lund is like as we speak to current students, alumni, teachers, and many more special guests. My name is Tim Parker, and I'm an international communications officer here at Lund University. We have a very exciting episode today. Lund University is famous for its student life, its student nations, associations, and unions. And today we're going to be talking about one very special student association, the Association of Foreign Affairs in Lund, which in Swedish is Utrikespolitiska Föreningen, or UPF. And today we will be referring to the association as UPF. And we have a special episode today. We're going to have a number of different guests. We're going to start off with two board members, Victor and Isabella, who are going to tell us about what it's like to be involved in the organization today. And then later, we're going to talk to an alumni, Linda, who was previously involved in the organization and who has gone on to be involved as an intern with some very exciting organizations such as the United Nations. So we have Victor. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. And Isabella. Hi. Hey, thanks for coming along today, guys. And Lund University is really famous for its student life, its nations, its unions, and its fantastic student associations. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. One very special student association called the Association of Foreign Affairs in Lund, or UPF. So we'll be calling the organization today UPF. So, Victor, yeah, what is UPF? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> UPF is one of the oldest student associations in Lund, as far as I'm aware. We uh, call ourselves the most international student organization since uh, we have a focus on foreign affairs and uh, also on uh, politics, but it's it's not specifically only to politics. So we want to uh, uh, have quite a wide focus. We include students from all different types of faculties, not necessarily only political science, but also engineers and medicine students. Anyone can join. And uh, the focus in general is to have both the kind of academic activities, like we organize lectures and career fairs, uh, but we also have another side where we also have activities such as a ball and and different uh, karaoke nights, for example. <laughs> so we have a, a quite a wide focus, I would say, in, um, in UPF. But the main uh, topic, what unites us, is an interest in, in what you said, foreign affairs and international topics. Fantastic. Sounds like a perfect association for international students, mm. because I do believe that the working language of the association is English. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, right. Perfect. And there's a number of committees in UPF. Yeah, there's uh, currently eight committees. Fantastic. So, yeah, if you want, I can name them. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have the activity committee, career, PR, magazine, web scene, lecture, pod and radio, travel. And currently uh, we have the debate club, which is not a committee, but is still part of UPF. Fantastic. That's a really extensive range of different committees. So it seems like there's really something for anyone who's interested in international affairs to get involved in. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. But I would say that not only that, UPF is also a place that you can meet your friends and you can just meet other students. And if you are like, for example, interested in organizing events, then you can go to activity. And if you're interested in maybe doing the content for the organization, you can go to PR. So I would say that it's not really 
that you need to be interested in foreign affairs. So really anyone can join as long as they're students. Fantastic. And you yourself are an international student, I believe. Yeah, I'm from Colombia. Fantastic. So could you say that there is a mix of Swedish and international students in UPF? Yeah, I, I would say so. I, I would say that less Swedes than internationals. Okay. I agree. Yeah. At, least, at least this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really curious, guys, what are your roles in UPF? So Isabella, which committee are you involved in? I'm the head of committee. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm the head of activity. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. And what does the activity committee do? Uh, well, we are basically uh, the committee that organizes the social events. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is really fun. Um, well, we organize sittings. Okay. What's a sitting for people who don't know? Okay. A sitting is an event where you go and you have dinner. That right, and so you go and have dinner. We usually do it at the nation, okay, and then uh, you go clubbing, <laughs> <laughs> party. So, fantastic. And uh, is there also a ball that the activity can be? Yes, so that's okay. the most important event <laughs> of the year, I will say the ball, uh, which uh, is around 100 to 150 people attending the ball, and it's usually uh, people from well members of UPF, of course, the current board, the previous boards also usually attend, and um, other important people from different uh, student organizations also attend the ball. Exciting. And Victor, what are you taking part in? Uh, I am uh, the current head of the career committee. Okay. So if uh, Isabella was the exciting fun committee, I guess I'm the <laughs> other side of that coin. <laughs> uh, the career committee is responsible for organizing uh, Things such as a career fair, which I think, I mean, from the events that the committees organize, if the ball is the biggest, I think the career is also one of the major events organized by UPF. We also have a mentorship program in collaboration with uh, Lund uh, Diplomat Club, I think, Diplomatic Club. Uh, and uh, we also have what's called the career prep course. Uh, and that's where we invite speakers not to speak about a certain topic but to speak about themselves and their career and if they have any tips so it's quite a a, a good uh, i would say context to learn more about work life and career before actually going out into career life and it has helped me personally a lot to know what to choose now in in student life because i found it very hard to to, to make choices when I don't have anything to base the choices on. So it's good to get some kind of real life grip on what the situation is about. Fantastic. That sounds really exciting. So I wonder how many uh, people are involved, for example, in the prep course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in uh, in the prep course, we have uh, 20. It, it's In theory, it's 20. It's, it's more close actually to 25 since we also include the people responsible like i'm not taking up a spot but you need to apply for the for the prep course as a regular member uh, and that is 20 and also in my committee we are currently i think we're about 20 active people we have no obligations very few obligations if, if you you can choose to become a trustee for example and then you take a role of responsibility and okay. then you will be obligated to do something like if you're in for example we have something called an event facilitator then you have to attend the events and have to help but okay. if you're just a regular member of committee you can just show up whenever you want basically and do what you what you feel like so there's 
very little you're required to do in uh, in UPF in general, not only in my committee. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of ways to get involved. And that brings me to my next question as well. How does someone get involved in UPF? It sounds like a fantastic organization with a lot going on, but how do you actually get started? So for anyone that is interested in UPF, I would recommend joining a committee okay, or joining different committees. Uh, I would say that that's how really you start, right? To get like involved, to get into know, okay, what's happening, what's going on, what are like uh, these people doing? Um, and then you can decide like which committee you want to stay or you can just like participate in different committees too. Fantastic. And there really is a lot of committees with a lot of opportunities, as you already mentioned. And I think I also want to highlight, for example, the travel committee does some very exciting things, just as another example. I believe they take one trip per semester. Is mm -hmm. that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And uh, last semester, they went to Jordan. Wow. Wow, that is really, really interesting. And before that? Uh, Istanbul. Okay. All right. So some really interesting trips on the coast. And what do you know what uh, the travel committee did on those trips? Um, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Usually, usually they visit uh, different uh, like NGOs or yeah. like the Swedish embassy, for example, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, also they just get to know uh, the city where they are going and travel to. Really, that sounds really, really exciting. And you already mentioned you can get involved in a committee, but I believe both of you are actually on the board of UPF. Mm. So, Victor, could you tell me a little bit about how that works? How does one get elected to the board and what does the board do? Uh, so the board is uh, responsible for basically, I guess, making decisions about the organization, <laughs> however general that sounds. Uh, but all uh, committee heads are also board members, at least currently. Uh, and also we have the presidium with the president and the treasurer, vice secretary, those are also on the board. Uh, so whenever there's something like, oh, should we have the same fee for joining the organization? Should we have the same length? Should we change how we recruit members? That This is a current issue uh, that we're currently discussing. How do we best recruit new members? That's where we come in on the board and, and make decisions and discuss. And we also have different working groups for for this, oh, we need to uh, improve the website. Who who can take this on, for example? That's what the board is responsible for. And uh, as you mentioned, you get elected. So there's an annual meeting, usually at the end of the spring semester, where you uh, you get to apply and then you get nominated, maybe. And then uh, there's a vote, and if you get the most votes, you're elected. <laughs> so that's it's a very democratic organization like that. Definitely sounds democratic and sounds like uh, the perfect kind of uh, extracurricular activity that anyone could put on their CV when mm. they're looking for work. What do you think about that, Isabella? Yes, I think like it's uh, it's really good. Um, I would say that in my experience, it has taught me so many things. Uh, before uh, being in UPF, I was not so much integrated in the student life, but after joining UPF, I've learned like how to be involved in student life and also like learning in, I would say like uh, is it important things like for, I don't know how to manage my time, how to uh, manage a group of people, which is something that is really important if you like want to have, for example, a management position or yeah, 
So it's like, I mean, it's good for your CV, but at the same time, it also like teach you um, like important skills for your working life. <laughs> Sounds like a win-win situation. And uh, I believe also there's quite a few notable visitors and guests that get invited along to, for example, the mentor program or to the lecture committee as well. Could you, one of you, tell us a little bit about some of the guests that have visited UPF recently? Mm. Yeah, I know we always mention that uh, uh, Kofi Annan was here as a guest for the lecture committee. <laughs> and wow. this keeps getting brought up. And I understand <laughs> why, because he's a very important person. Uh, we also have Jonna Liasson, I know, a very sw a famous Swedish uh, diplomat. And uh, I also think uh, Camilla Malmström was here, who was the commissioner uh, to the EU. Uh, so there, there's usually quite a few uh, big names, and even apart from the you know most famous people, we always have diplomats and um, and uh, <clears throat> and the like. I would say <laughs> coming. So there's a lot of potential also to choose who we want to invite. Um, but there's a lot of very interesting people who come to speak at the lectures also and the and the prep course, of course. Fantastic. And maybe we could even say that some of the people who are in UPF now will go on to be diplomats <laughs> in the future, which is something that also has happened and we're going to talk about a little bit later as well. So UPF sounds like a fantastic organization with a lot of opportunities, but I'm just wondering how much of a time commitment it takes. Well, I, I say that uh, for my part, as a head, mm -hmm. it takes up to two hours for uh, eight hours a week. Okay. Uh, but as a member, I would say just maybe one hour per week. It really depends how much um, input you want to put into the organization too. Fantastic. So for example, Victor, like you said, if you wanted to redo the website, that might take a little bit more yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it also depends what you put into the time commitment, because yeah. if you do the bare minimum, it's it's not a lot. If you want to join the social activities, I'm not sure if you count that in. If you're a board member, when we have a board meeting, those can take quite a while, yeah. but <laughs> it really depends what role you have in the organization. All right, awesome. I'm just wondering if there's any other highlights about UPF that we haven't talked about so far. Any awesome aspects of the organization, any things that are in development or that you're done that you would like to talk about? Hmm. Yeah, what's the big thing? Apart from <laughs> the ball, of course, which is <laughs> going to happen. Um, I think for me personally, one highlight for me was the uh, career fair last semester where um, we invite different organizations to, of course, it is a career fair. Uh, so we got people from the, e from the EU and from the UN, different organizations. We had UNIDO and UNDP from the UN and some different representatives of the uh, EU, also the EPA, which is the personnel agency and for me that was really a highlight first of all because of the event itself but also because that's also when the entire committee got to work together so to me that was really interesting because uh, UPF is a lot about meeting people and that really showcased to me that both about meeting people like contacts from outside of the organization but also from meeting people within the organization of course because in the beginning of the semester usually you don't know the, the people of your own committee because that's when you come together and for me, this really crystallized in the um, uh, career fair, which was at the end of last semester. So that was a highlight for me in the, this academic year. Amazing to hear. 
All right. And any other highlights that we haven't talked about for you, Isabel? The thing is that for me, the highlight would be the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess um, the lectures are really good. Like, um, there's been many lectures which have been so good, so interesting. I really recommend anyone to go to any lecture. I think they're usually the highlight. They were the highlight of my week okay. <laughs> last semester. Uh, this semester, there haven't been many lectures. Um, hopefully be um, more going on. Fantastic. And that's also a great way to meet other UPF members uh, at uh, lectures as well, right? Exactly. Perfect. Well, thank you both so much for coming in today. It's been a real pleasure to hear about UPF and how you're involved. So I wish both of you all the best in the future, especially for the exciting ball coming up. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I would like to welcome our uh, second guest of the episode today to the studio. Uh, welcome, Linda. Nice to meet you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Nice to be here. Happy to have you. So, Linda, you're actually an alumni of UPF. Yes, indeed. Perfect. Indeed. So what was your role when you were in UPF and when were you involved? Yes, I started UPF um, in 2018. So I was an active member in um, the activity committee and in the PR committee. Uh, and later I applied for the head of career position and I got it. So I was the head of career. Okay, so you've been involved with quite a few of the committees in UPF. Absolutely. Fantastic. And uh, since leaving UPF, you've actually been involved in some very exciting activities as well. So that's primarily what we want to talk about today. So uh, would you like to tell us, since leaving UPF, what have you been doing? Yes, sure. So first, um, I did an internship at um, a Nordic Research Institute. And um, after that, I started my master's in Lund. And right now, I actually came back from Germany, Bonn, where I did my internship uh, at the UN, UNFCCC, wow. which stands for United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, <laughs> which is a long name, but it's also known as UN Climate Change. Okay, that's, that is really fantastic to hear. And as an intern, what was your role and what were you doing? Uh, I was in the Resource Mobilization Partnerships uh, subdivision and I got to take on many responsibilities uh, ranging from digital media, communications and research, writing reports, um, okay. keeping contact with our partners and parties of the convention. All right. And you were involved in the most recent COP conference as well. Yes. Well, would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, sure. Uh, so COP27 uh, was held in Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt in November. And many of my tasks um, actually uh, involved COP tasks uh, pre-COP and during COP and also post-COP. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it was um, a strong focus during my internship. And I was present also in Sharm el-Sheikh. And um, my team was responsible for the UN Climate Change uh, Pavilion. So we held 46 events uh, during the two weeks. <laughs> uh, wow. So it's really interesting. We had different kinds of stakeholders, um, different topics about climate change. So it was definitely very exciting. 
So yeah, I got to webcast all the, the events and I created a website for the, the pavilion event schedule and many other tasks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, really an all-around role there. Absolutely. Yeah. And would you say that uh, being in UPF previously, did that help you to prepare for your tasks at the UN? I would say so in many different um, ways. Uh, um, I definitely learned um, to communicate better uh, when I was working with the UPF. Um, I could manage my time better and um, I also learned to take more responsibility and yeah, I would say project management skills. That was something that I learned uh, that, that I could also use during my internship. And, um, and especially in the PR committee, I learned many PR skills, which were very uh, advantageous. But also the career committee, I, I feel like I learned to um, kind of trust in myself more as I got more um, exercise in that during uh, the UPF time. And I feel like I could also, I was able to dream bigger uh, UPF and uh, it really gave me some self-confidence, which was helpful. Well, that's very inspiring to hear. And now I'm also thinking back to your time on the board as well. And uh, with the Career, Career Committee, you're also involved in inviting some quite and special guests to come and participate in some activities as well, if I'm correct? Yes. Perfect. Would you like to tell us about that? Sure, I can mm -hmm. tell you about that. Uh, so um, in the autumn semester, we did not have that many events because um, our academic year was mostly focused on the spring semester. But during the autumn semester, we invited uh, the former president of Finland, the first female uh, president, Tari Halonen, we had um, Swedish Fika <laughs> with her. <laughs> it was really a lovely experience. She has been my role model um, previously. So it was a big moment for me personally. <laughs> and unfortunately, during the uh, spring semester uh, 2020, that was when Corona hit. So we had planned a var variety of activities um, and we had invited many very exciting guests uh, but um, yes then corona hits and all our plans were cancelled so that was unfortunate all right well i mean i know covid was a tough time for all of us but it's really great to see that the organization is still going strong now as well post covid and linda you also mentioned you worked as uh, in some kind of research capacity at uh, previous to finishing upf would you like to tell us about that as well Yes, sure. <laughs> so I, I worked at uh, Nordregio, which is a Nordic uh, research institute, which focuses on research about different topics from um, urban sustainability to regional um, collaboration. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I first did my internship there and then I continued working there for a while. Um, that was such a Nice experience as well. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm hearing uh, so many great things uh, that you've done since you've left UPF, uh, being an intern at a number of great organizations. It sounds really, really inspiring. Just wondering if you have uh, any words to people who are thinking about coming to Lund in the future. 
and thinking about joining UPF. Do you have any advice for them? I would definitely say go for it. You won't regret it. <laughs> uh, you will learn so many things. You will meet uh, not only tweets, but also other international students. Um, and um, you will, it was, um, <laughs> um, as, as the current uh, board members just um, gave an insight on the work of the UPF, you will learn more about the more intellectual stuff, but you will also be able to join these fantastic events and learn more about foreign affairs, um, which is a very broad topic. So there's definitely something for everyone, uh, UBF. You can come from any different background. Uh, I'm sure you'll find something uh, for you. That's so great to hear. And you mentioned it there a little bit as well about the academic side and the social side. And I guess on the social side, it seems like UPF is a really gives a really good opportunity to make friends and build friendships for life while also working on your career at the same time. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Many of the, the friends that I made during UPF are some of my closest friends uh, until this day and will probably be so for the rest of my life. <laughs> Fantastic. That's that's really good to hear. And now you're back and learned completing your master's. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Exciting. And which uh, does your uh, do your studies align with your previous experiences and what you've done in UPF? I would say so. Um, I'm studying uh, climate change strategies, and when I was um, head of career, I we organized some events that had a focus on sustainability and climate change. So it definitely supports my current studies. That's really good to hear. Well, thank you so much, Linda, for coming in today and talking to us. Your experiences in UPF and since leaving UPF are really inspiring to hear about. So thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lund University International Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Lund University, you can go to our website, lunduniversity.lu.se. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also chat with our current students on Unibuddy. Don't forget to subscribe and we look forward to bringing you a new episode very soon.